Hey everyone, this is Jay. And this is Angie. And welcome to another episode of Across the Lines, a place where we have candid and vulnerable conversations with Pan-Asian American leaders about identity, work, and the confluence of the two. Join us on a journey to amplify their voices, humanize their achievements, and share their wisdom. Whether you're looking for advice or just want to hear leaders who've been there and done that share their personal and professional stories, you've come to the right place. We recently wrapped up season two of Across the Lines, which was built to the brim with amazing insights and advice from all of our guests. And in this episode, for you, our amazing audience, we wanted to create a quick highlight reel of sorts to showcase all the incredible words of wisdom that were shared across season two. Hope you enjoy. First up, we have Christine Tsai, the CEO and founding partner at 500 Startups. In our episode with Christine, we spoke a lot about being an introverted leader and why taking risks in your career is so crucial. Here's what Christine has to say. I think one of the things I mentioned earlier in terms of taking risks, I, I think that is probably the one of the best things that I've done. Now it's all relative, of course, because when I think back in hindsight, you know, at the time I probably thought, oh, this is a risk. But you know, nowadays it does. It seems like you know, um, small potatoes. But I think the the general theme is around in terms of taking risks is going after something, even if you don't feel ready or you feel like you're, it's very intimidating or the odds seem against you. I think honestly, the only times I've regretted anything in terms of career is when I didn't do it or I self-selected myself out because I thought, oh, I'm out of my element. Like, you know, I don't want to say my opinion. I don't want to go after that. I'm not going to get it. Like, or people are going to laugh at me. So I think it's just that, that fear of rejection, feel of failure, fear of failure. So I think, you know, for me, whether it was, you know, applying, you know, maybe applying for jobs or during my time at Google, you know, trying to go to go, you know, do an internal, like go after something that, you know, I got rejected for and then trying again and turning that no into a yes. I think those are all things that, you know, when you think about your career, just going back to, again, resisting maybe a little bit of that upbringing on playing it safe and being secure. So I would definitely say being, being um, willing to just go for it and, and take that risk is, is good for professionally. It'll help you grow. And, you know, the worst thing that happens is, you know, you, you fail or you get rejected. And then, you know, then at that point you can then make that decision on, am I going to keep trying, turning that no into a yes. Next up, we have Brian Rumo, the managing director at Nextplay Ventures and chief of staff at LinkedIn. In our episode with Brian, we touched on the ideas of separating should from want, as well as the importance of long-term relationships in your career. Here's Brian's perspective. And I remember I was like, you know, six months, 12 months, you know, year and a half into this chief of staff tour of duty. And I remember always thinking and talking to Jeff about what's next. And the thing that has changed for me from a values perspective is coming to appreciate what can accrue over time when you invest in a relationship, when you play the long-term game with people you really respect, with people you really trust, the people you really enjoy working with. And so if I could go back and I think about those values from seven years ago, eight years ago, they're different in the sense that now I just take a much longer term view on the relationships that I have, on the people I work with. And I think because I do that, I'm able to achieve more and 
we're able to go much deeper with each other. We have this shorthand and how we communicate with each other. And it's not just Jeff, but it's all the people I try to work with. It's just think about this as a long-term relationship and think about what can be unlocked when you think that way. And you'll see that Angie in terms of the mission statement I talk about of compounding wisdom, trust, and love it's in there. Uh, you'll see that in terms of, you know, some of the values that I talk about from in terms of like how I think about trust as a value and just like long-term relationships. And so to me, that has been like one of the biggest shifts that I've had is just realizing what is possible when you play long-term games and when you when you invest in long-term relationships and just try to manage the ego, which we all have in terms of chasing titles or chasing things that we think others will approve of or you know, respect you for and just being comfortable in your own skin with the decisions you're making. Next up is Seema Kumar, the Chief Marketing Officer at New Relic. Seema shared several stories of transformation with us, including her transformation of adopting a growth mindset, as well as learning to embrace vulnerability as a leader. Here's Seema. I think it's really important to adopt a growth mindset. A growth mindset is one that believes that we, our minds, our brains are adaptable, that we can develop a new skill set or get better at something. And the corollary to that is a fixed mindset, which believes that your abilities, your skill set is, is fixed. If you're not familiar with the concept, there's a phenomenal book called Growth Mindset by a, a wonderful woman named Carol Dweck. And she gives this example of let's say a person interviews for a job and doesn't get the job. A person who has a growth mindset responds differently to that experience from somebody who has a fixed mindset. Person who has a growth mindset says, well, I didn't get it this time. Let me figure out what I didn't do well. I'm gonna go work on that skill. And the next time I apply for a job like this, I'm gonna get it. A person by contrast who has a fixed mindset says, oh, well, I didn't get this job. I'm not good at this. I don't have the skill set. I should stop applying for those kinds of jobs. And earlier in my career, I believed in the concept of a fixed mindset. And then when I read this book, my eyes were completely opened to how things actually worked. And it had a tremendous impact on my focusing on learning new skills and, and growing and getting, getting me to where I am today. Next up, we have Ajay Agarwal, partner at Bain Capital Ventures. In our episode with Ajay, he drew an amazing parallel between entrepreneurship and the immigrant experience. He also has a strong perspective on why it's all about the people. Here's what Ajay has to say. No matter what you're doing, whether it's a small initiative, a big initiative, joining a company, joining an organization, to me, the, almost the only criteria that matters are, are the people. And, you know, we, we used to joke that the group of us in the early days of Trilogy, we could have been doing anything. You know, we happen to be selling enterprise software, but I think we could have been doing almost anything. You know, in that group of people, we would have had you know the time of our life. And, and so I think that is the most important thing. We're human beings. We thrive on relationships and connections. And the, the people that I've seen in, in, in the world that lean in to the humanness of their work, lean into the connections and the relationships of their work. Those are the happiest people on the planet. And so we, we, do, we do better things when we do it together. We have more fun when we do it together. 
we each are better individually when we're around great people and, and can achieve more as a group. I think that's what it's all about. Like none of us want to be successful and lonely, you know, <laughs> on our own. You know, we want to be part of a team. We want to be part of an organization and we want to be part of something bigger than ourselves. And that's, I think the best startups do a great job of creating that dynamic. So that's my single big, biggest piece of advice. And the times I've followed that have worked out well and the times I've ignored it, I've you know learned my lesson. And last but not least, we have Dave Liu, co-founder at Paired and managing partner at Hyphen Capital. Dave strongly believes that Asian Americans should build their own proverbial houses through entrepreneurship and has dedicated his career to supporting Asian American entrepreneurs. Here's Dave's perspective. I probably would have started companies earlier because I think the reason why I jumped through all those hoops was to the end goal of, I want to start my own company, but I kept telling myself, oh, I have to get some VP level or some senior exec level. But at that point, I mean, that's BS because you'll be older, you'll have a mortgage, you'll have family, you'll have obligations, your paycheck will be much bigger. The opportunity cost will be much bigger for you to take a risk. So there's so many reasons why if you keep going down that path, it gets harder and harder for you to actually take that risk. And I know a lot of friends who have um, regrets about not doing their own thing, but again, they're, they're very happy in, in where they are. I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're very comfortable and, and everyone plays their own role. If you are really good at playing that game and you are crushing it at LinkedIn or, or wherever, we need Asian American leaders at those places. I mean, I'm not, if you are able to navigate the politics and put up with a lot of that stuff, then that's a rare breed. I'm not, I'm not okay with that. So like, you know, I'm one of those people that have to build and, and make, and I don't want to pull up, put up with a lot of politics, but everyone has their own gifts. So I don't, I don't discount all the experiences we have in adding up to where we are today. But if I would have to do something differently, I could have cut that off earlier. Like going to the extra brands didn't add anymore. So yeah, that's, that's probably my two cents on it. Thanks so much for tuning into Cross the Lines with your hosts, Angie and Jay. If you enjoyed today's conversation about the intersection of work and Asian American identity, please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review to spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, you can head over to acrossthelinespodcast.com to learn more about the show, as well as check out all the links and resources in the show notes. That's all for this episode, folks. See you next time. Mm-hmm.